Welcome to the Everyday Chant. We are so fortunate to have Her Grace One Manali Manjari Mataji. Thank you, Mataji, for taking time to uh, give the classes on Bhagavatam. Uh, Mataji will enlighten us on the Simad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 22, and Text 9. Please go ahead, Mataji, whenever you are ready. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, my humble obeisances to all the devotees assembled on the call. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much. Um, I feel very fortunate to associate with all of uh, you uh, every day and uh, discuss about Srimad Bhagavatam. We'll uh, start Mangalacharan prayers and then we'll uh, proceed to the verse 9 of chapter 22. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnana Anjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Meelitamena Naisi Guravena Maha Sri Chaitanya Manovishtam Satitam Ena Bhutani Ayam Bhutakadamakya Dabhatishtakadamakya Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamaha Sri Guru Vaishnavamsha Sri Rupam Satrajapam Sahadana Ravinatam Vitam Tam Sajitam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahadana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitam He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Guru Jagatpati Radha Kanta Namurusthiti Sakta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhi Dhaganeshwari Vrushabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Manchakal Patarubhyasya Kupasarubhyevacha Apitanam Pahanebhyo Vaishnavipyo Namo Namaham Jaisi Krishna Chaitanya Hrivaityananda Shri Advaita Gadadaram Shri Vasadhi Gaura Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaivanarotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet So we are reading chapter 22, The Orbits of the Planets. And we have already got a little reference to this in the previous chapter uh, where Krishna says that all the planets which are rotate in their own orbits, not moving either, not moving a little bit either here or there, um, because of the Supreme Lord's directions or under the instructions of the Supreme Lord. So now we are reading the verse 9 in chapter 22. So chapter 22 especially focuses on um, uh, the orbits of the planets. So first 1 to 7 verses. Um, it continues the descriptions and glories of the moments of sun. And from 8th verse, we start, uh, we, we see that the moments and glories of the moon, 
uh, or described. Both sun and moon are very important for the entire universe. And we will see how uh, we will now see the glories of the moon. ಅಥಚಾಪುರ್ಯಮಾನಾಭಿಚಾಪುರ್ಯಮಾನಾಭಿಚಾಲಿಪೂರ್ವಪಕ್ಷಾಪರಾಕ್ಷಾಭ್
during its waxic time. It, it creates days for the uh, living entities in the um, Swargaloka or the demigods or devatas and nights for the pitas, for those in the pitralokas. So in the universe as we know, the moon and uh, sun are situated between the Bhur and Bhuvarloka and uh, they are rotating in their orbits. So here um, in the 8th verse already we know that the moon uh, is situated at 0.1 million yojanas above the rays of the sunshine, travels at travels more faster than the sun. Uh, it covers the sun's year in two fortnights, like it, uh, its months in two and a half days and its fortnight in one day. And here it is explained how it creates day and night uh, for the jivas living in the Swarga planet and also in the uh, Pitiloka planet. When moon is waning, however, it causes night for demigods and day for pitas. In this way, moon passes through each constellation of stars in 30 muhurtas, an entire day. The moon in the source of nectarian coolness that influences the growth of food grains and therefore the moon god is considered the life of all living entities. So moon is always referred uh, like that which brings happiness, coolness and uh, like how uh, people prefer to see the moon uh, in the night and especially the full moon is even more beautiful uh, and uh, it, nowadays we may not be experiencing that much but uh, uh, if you see in India when there is no power or electricity and people work mostly out of the house then moon is the main source of light and uh, moon and stars are still uh, very uh, interesting to watch. Even now, uh, if you take kids and all uh, to the planetoriums or anywhere, to see moon and stars is always uh, um, joyful to the heart and also it gives the coolness. Moon actually, sun brings the heat and uh, light. Moon brings light, but it brings the coolness, complete opposite. And that coolness is also required for the growth of the food grains, like not just the sun, uh, moon is also required. And moon gone is considered life of all living entities. It gives the jiva. And now in the coming verse, we will also know how the influence of moon will be there on the mind of the people and on all the other, uh, uh, other things also. So if we notice that all these muhutas, the moons, the Jodai, uh, 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 the twelve um, Jodaic signs, and the stars—they're all have an importance and relevance in our lives. Like, if you if you go to any temple or anywhere, they will ask you like, what is the star that you are born, or uh, what is your Rasi? So, it has an influence on uh, every living entity, but we have to remember at the same time that it's not ultimate and it's not the uh, uh, it is not like kind of written in written on stone so all these things all the stars moon sun all the jodai seen everything are under the control of the supreme personality of godhead so when we are taking shelter of supreme personality of godhead and practicing our devotional service even the things are predicted otherwise because of their movements um, they won't influence the pure devotees of the Lord. 
because supreme personality of god head is superior and supreme than all these things but we cannot just completely deny saying that this is all uh, false when bhagavatam and all other scriptures are so clearly mentioning um and then also they uh, with with so precisely they are mentioning all the important all these things um they do have an influence and uh, they do influence the living entities who uh, and predict their lives and that's why we see people when things are going bad they go and do a particular kind of puja to particular kind of uh, planet uh like mangal graha or buddha graha or they say like if you have this or oh, this is in this place in your uh, horoscope so you have to uh, do this kind of a puja or this kind of a chanting and people do that um not knowing the complete picture how supreme personality of godhead is superior superior to all because people lack that kind of a knowledge they don't read scriptures or uh, they are not fortunate enough to uh, get in touch with the devotee and understand the scriptures and uh, read all these things if they know that they know the position of them with respect to the supreme personality of godhead and how taking shelter of supreme personality of godhead has very little influence other i have seen other otherwise i have seen people in my life like i don't know uh, like you all may be from different parts of india um there is new year um for every part of india like new year um is different than the uh, new year that we generally celebrate january 1st every uh, every state of india has a different uh, kind of a new year according to the moon movement and uh, for some it comes in uh, uh, for some it comes in april march and for some diwali time so it is different the new year and generally uh, one of the tradition during that new year is prediction of how your year is going to be like how we see the predictions based on the movements of the sun like aquarius capricorn cancer capricorn uh, like that generally we see the predictions um, uh, how it is going to be how and uh, how they behave people born during this time majority of the people have those kind of character traits or uh, personality traits so general prediction is given so similarly during the starting of the year general predictions are given and i have seen people so obsessed with those predictions and some people are even obsessed that they do everyday predictions they read everyday predictions and they get carried away by that knowing that they are permanent they are they are just predictions based on your time uh, or based on um, uh, your time of birth and uh, place, uh, place of birth and all but they are not final people miss this important fact because they don't have the complete picture and they go deeper into it and i i do get so many calls during the um beginning of the year saying that you know i have this kind of a prediction and what is uh, like even in the relatives and all they say like you know this is how my prediction is and this is how my year is going to be so i'm already uh, uh, i have already uh, i'm already having a bad year and they just start their year with that negative negative feeling and negative approach and negative perspective towards the whole year thinking that whatever has been predicted by the stars and the uh, zodiac sign in which they were born is permanent and uh, not knowing that they can change their destiny by taking shelter of the supreme personality of godhead so it is very important uh, to tell 
this knowledge to the people in a more better way. I see most often people gen either they completely condemn this knowledge or they go obsessed with this knowledge. So we should know like how to see this knowledge in the perspective and how this this call actually the knowledge about the movement of the suns um, and the, uh, and the knowing about the uh, planet that we are living and the universe that we are living how the things are this knowledge should empower us even more uh, knowing the position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, knowing our position, our constitutional uh, position, and then also our relationship with the Lord, and it should increase our devotional service. Uh, because when I was looking at this chapter, and uh, um, I don't have a Zoom uh, facility uh, to share any pictures or anything, so I feel a little handicapped there when bringing these verses to you all. But when I was looking at and when I was seeing all these verses, uh, so I have a little kid, so she was also coming and uh, she was like curious, what is that you are uh, seeing, what are these pictures, then I explained to her and then uh, she was so fascinated like how all these things were already spoken in Bhagavatam and how Bhagavatam is so important and has an answer for everything and how she can depend on that scripture in future and take the right path um, uh, in uh, in uh, in carrying on life as a human being, so this knowledge should be spoken with reference to, uh, with relevance to the scriptures, but uh, and then give this knowledge to the people and uh, also tell them that this is all, this is also a science which is more, which is more accurate and more uh, right and uh, but there are very few people who know this more accurately. Most of them know a little bit and they make their business out of it and then they scare the people who don't have a complete picture uh, by uh, by paying by uh, by getting uh, by charging them a lot of fees and telling them different kinds of things. They do exist, like they do exist that um, this kind of a puja will give relief from this and all. But the important point is all of them are temporary reliefs. Taking shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and chanting the holy names of the Lord and carrying on devotional service is the permanent solution with respect to this. Um, so we'll go to the 10th verse and see how, uh, as I said, Moon is considered as the loving uh, life of all, life of the living entities, life of the universe. Yayesha soda sakala purusho bhagavan Mano mayon man, mayon mayo mrutya mayo deva pitru Manushya bhuta pasupakshi seri 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 srupa Virudham prananapya ayana silatvat sarvan sarvamaya iti varnayanti yayesa soda sakala purusho bhagavan manumayon mayomrutamayo deva pitru manushya bhuta pasupakshi seri shrupa virudham prananapya ayana sila Translation and purpose by Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada Kije. Yeah, that, Eshaha, this Shoda Sakala, having all 16 parts, the full moon, Purushaha, the person, Bhagavan, having great power received from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Manah Maya, 
the predominating deity of the mind annamaya the source of potency for food grains amrutamaya the source of substance of life deva of all the demigods pitru of all in- inhabitants of pitruloka manushya all human beings bhuta all living entities pashu of uh, of the animals pakshi of the birds seri seris prushrupa seris seris rupa of the reptiles seris seris rupa of the reptiles virudham of all kinds of herbs and plants prana life api certainly ayana seelatvat due to refreshing sarvamayah all pervading iti tas varnayanti the learned scholars describe because the moon is full of all potentialities it represents the influence of the supreme personality of godhead the moon is predominating deity of everyone's mind and therefore the moon god is called manomaya he is also called annamaya because he gives potency to all herbs and plants and he is called amrutamaya because he is the source of life for all living entities the moon pleases the demigods pitas human beings animals birds reptiles trees planets and all other living entities everyone is satisfied by the presence of the moon therefore the moon is called sarvamaya all pervading so this is we see that sodasakala the 16 part sodasakala there is a great devotee um, who is a who is a devotee of lord balaji so he writes a song like that sodasakala is always referred to the supreme personality of godhead so here it is referred to uh moon because moon so prabhupada writes because the moon is full of all potentialities it represents the influence of the supreme personality of godhead so moon also gets all those potentialities all that energy all that uh, all that uh, power controlling power or life giving power from the supreme personality of godhead so moon is um is getting that sodashakala from the supreme personality of godhead so here in this one the moon is uh, defined as the manomaya annamaya amrutamaya and sarvamaya because it uh, pleases everyone demigods pitas human beings animals birds reptiles trees planets and all other living entities so moon is referred as uh, pleasing to everybody but if we see uh most of the times moon also uh causes more uh pain to only one set of people like who are uh missing their beloved like moon is also referred in that uh, perspective when they miss their beloved uh, the moon is irritating to them in a different way because the moon reminds them of their beloved and moon is irritating to them so those devotees who miss the supreme personality of godhead uh, like gopis and all who have that viraha uh, they all they don't enjoy the moon here moon is considered as a pleasing to everybody but those who miss their beloved everything that reminds them of their beloved becomes more irritating to them and especially the moon and the stars we see that how krishna uh, has 
uh, has performed the Rasalila. Uh, all the gopis, uh, they go and uh, uh, spend the time with Krishna. They do that in the night. And then uh, moon uh, is one of their uh, witness or moon is present. So for them, they miss like how if we see the Brahma Gita and all, Radharani misses uh, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Whatever she sees, she sees Krishna in that and she misses Krishna a lot. So moon even otherwise also is referred um, uh, as uh, not pleasing to those who miss their beloveds because moon reminds the beloved more in that respect. Otherwise, the moon is very pleasing to everybody because it gives that coolness which is very much required uh, for anyone who has that hotness from the whole day. Like even on a summer day, when moon comes, when stars come, the relief that the jiva gets is very, very high. And um, we see here the five things which uh, are mentioned. Uh, Pranamaya is, is mentioned indirectly. But uh, we might have heard about this Annamaya, Pranamaya, Manumaya or Vijnanamaya and at the last one is the Jnanamaya. So these are the koshas, uh, these are called the koshas or this gives the different uh, departments of the existence, the consciousness of a jiva, the living entity. So Annamaya is the beginning one, like consciousness. Uh, where like most of the time the stage of the consciousness or the five koshas annamaya is like uh, where we where the living entity especially um, depend on the food like our consciousness is until like uh, our goal is to eat and uh, sustain our life so that is annamaya if consciousness is only until then like where we are mostly concerned about like how we are going to maintain our body uh, by eating. So that is Annamaya. And then Pranamaya. So after we uh, we continue to live, so Prabhupada has mentioned about these in many places in the purpose. You see that in the 13th chapter in the Krishna book and in, in many verses about uh, this. And how we can develop, elevate our consciousness from Annamaya to Anandamaya. So Annamaya is the stage where the jiva, it is more at the material level where the jivas are considered or the consciousness is only up to the level that where we are focusing on maintaining our body uh, and we are living to maintain our body. So some, sometimes we engage our senses uh, in such a way that we are only living to eat. So we don't think that we eat to live but we live to eat. So it's very difficult for many of us to control our senses, watch or vegan. To control our tongue is very, very difficult. Either with respect to food or with respect to speaking, to control the tongue is very, very difficult. So here, the living entity whose consciousness and whose goal is to eat and uh, may, uh, maintain his body uh, and live for it. So you all may be wondering, like, you know, who will be living for just eating? There are many people for them, the food is so important. They get so irritated if food is not served at the right time, with the right taste, uh, with the right ingredients. Uh, their whole focus is around how do I eat and what I eat. Eating is important. It's not that we have to, uh, we have to skip eating or uh, we need to worry. And nowadays we also see to 
eating is a plays a very important role in maintaining the body proper health and all where we have to eat consciously and unfortunately we don't eat consciously most of the time we eat either sitting in front of the tv or watching something or i see some people even if you give them a favorite food they want something to watch then only they can eat so eating is also diluted where eating was also done as an ajna in the sanatana dharma eating is also done as an ajna because um uh, it is very important part of the life but it is not everything what we eat is what we become our consciousness is developed by what we are eating so eating plays an important role with that respect not with respect to taste but with respect to the quality of how we are eating and what kind of a uh, what kind of an attitude and intention we have when we are eating eating prasadam and that to eating as an ignya not speaking with anybody be conscious of what we are eating uh, and knowing that we are eating to maintain our body and whatever we are eating is going to help us in developing our consciousness many people doesn't know that uh, there are so many things that plays an important role in developing our consciousness towards in elevating ourselves uh, in elevating our consciousness to anandamaya or um, uh in progressing on in our spiritual uh, spiritual journey eating plays an important role what you eat is what you become so if we are not eating prasadam if we are not eating consciously and praying to god and honoring that prasadam that i am eating prasadam i am you should we should be so grateful that we are eating prasadam um and not eating sin because krishna says in third chapter of bhagavad gita those are who are eating for sense gratification or only eating or merely eating sin and my devotee is always offer and eat and we take this very easily because it becomes very difficult right, when we are traveling or when we are um when we are busy to cook uh, offer and eat so this becomes uh, very difficult and we think that oh this is not that important i can only uh, i can do it one when it is available when it is convenient for me but this plays an important role also mm, uh, what we are eating eating prasadam honoring that prasadam conscious of what we are eating being grateful to what we are eating and being grateful to eat something and digest something so this is very very important but here krishna is talking about those who don't think in this way but they are like having a uh, 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 only living for eating food that is annamaya and next is pranamaya so after after eating and uh, be, being alive um, our consciousness um uh, we see that how we are able to live because of the life the life is within us and how we breathe and how we so we we realize that so prabhupad writes like after this one lives in the consciousness of being alive so we are alive because of eating food if one can continue his life without being attacked or destroyed one thinks he is happy this stage is called pranamaya so once we if we are able to sustain if we are able to maintain our life if we are not being destroyed like if we are not dying or if we are not attacked then that stage is pranamaya or consciousness of one's existence so that is pranamaya so we know that we all have a air body our, our uh, uh, we sustain or we live based on the 10 airs that we have inside our body up 
प्राण अपान व्यान उधान समान सो दीज डिफरेंट एज डू डिफरेंट थिंग्स इन साइड अवर बॉडी एंड प्राणा इज वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एंड एज वी नो द पीपल प्रैक्टिस अष्टांग योगा नो हाउ टू रेगुलेट दीज एज इन साइड एंड दे आर कॉशियस ऑफ ब्रीथिंग दैट हेल्प दिम टू हैव एन हेल्दी बॉडी so that they can engage their healthy body in the service of the god so consciousness of one's existence so pranamaya is consciousness of one's existence before is consciousness of being alive by eating food we are conscious food conscious uh, a living entity is food conscious in the beginning a living entity is food conscious a child or animal is satisfied only by getting nice food see without food without eating we cannot even practice unless we are elevated and uh, we our consciousness is developed we will be feeling uh, we we are deriving happiness from the devotional service to the supreme lord chanting uh, at that stage we don't think about eating but otherwise uh, sadhana bhakta eating is very important because we have to maintain and sustain our uh, body so initially it is like a child the eating of food gives us relief and happiness that stage of consciousness is called like annamaya and the next stage of consciousness where we are uh, we are continuing to live without being attacked or destroyed is pranamaya and then the next is manomaya uh, after this stage when one is situated on the mental platform his consciousness is called manomaya the predominating deity of everyone's mind so moon is referred here as the manomaya because it is the predominating deity of everyone's mind moon does have an effect on our mind so some of us think that i am able to control my mind why the other person is not able to control why see the circumstance will be the same the situation will be the same different people perceive it differently and different people react to it differently and different people carry it in their mind differently and even if uh how much ever we try to help them to understand it is so difficult for them to change some of them are very strong at the mental level strong or not so we should understand that this is caused because of the influence of the moon so manomaya manomaya and annamaya here is also referred to krishna uh, sorry referred to moon because moon gives that life to the food that we are eating Uh, the potency to all the herbs and the planet and gives that rasa that taste in the food which and also the jiva the potency to make the food to sustain our body so that's why moon is also referred as here as annamaya and also manomaya because moon is the predominating deity which affects the mind so that's why if you see for those who are born on amavasya on the day where the moon is not uh, uh, not there uh in their horoscopes if you see this one important thing they will say like you know you will you will have mental disturbances uh so you have to do this kind of a puja uh to get more uh more strength for men, uh, for your uh, mental stability like that and they 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 show the reason of not present uh, uh, moon not being present on the day of their birth is the cause of their mental disturbance so that's why moon is definitely the predominating deity of every man's uh, uh, everybody's mind and amrutamaya so in this verse we see the word amrutamaya the source of life for all living entities moon gives that 
life and moon is considered as the life of the entire universe also in this verse we have seen that so that's why it is called um, uh, amrutamaya so we are talking of, we spoke about annamaya pranamaya manomaya and jnanamaya or vijnanamaya like where um, uh, the jiva develops his consciousness to acquire a knowledge uh, the transcendental knowledge uh, about the supreme personality of the godhead so as long as the living entities are situated in these lower stages annamaya pranamaya uh, manomaya uh, they are they are considered to be living in a material condition of their life so as soon as they reaches the anandamaya anandamaya then they are considered that they are elevating themselves to uh, spiritual um, uh, liberation actually so the first concern uh, for any uh, any of the living entities is like economic development next concern is like defense like not getting destroyed by the others and the next is like mental speculations and then philosophical approach towards the values of the life and then next is anandamaya so the supreme brahman and the subordinate brahman or the supreme personality of godhead and living entities are both joyful by nature so we are by in our original position uh, as a jiva sat chit ananda we are always joyful and blissful but now we are in a conditioned stage of life our consciousness is not that developed and we did not elevate ourselves to situate ourselves at the supreme brahman level at the soul level so that's why we are not deriving that ananda so once we elevate ourselves to that stage by practicing devotional service or the yogis who practice the um, ashtanga yoga and penetrate through all these koshas go through all these levels develop their consciousness and situate themselves at the anandamaya they are uh, uh, they uh, they derive that supreme ananda or supreme uh, happiness because they are situating themselves at their original level so these five are like considered as the shells which jiva has to break and go like annamaya pranamaya manomaya or gnanamaya vijnanamaya and then anandamaya the final shell through which the uh, uh, the soul has to penetrate and go is the pure consciousness complete bliss um, and experiences that sachidananda uh, feature of the lord Uh, like even jiva has that like the Brahm, uh, when is when jiva is situated at the brahman level at the soul at the at the soul level not in the conditioned state then it derives that ananda or happiness as long as the jiva is at the conditioned level or as long as the jiva is influenced and thinks that it is body and it is not able to go develop its consciousness it won't experience that bliss Uh, but it is still searching for that bliss so to search behind to search for happiness is actually the feature of the jiva the living entity and we do that uh, we 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 try to search that happiness uh, in the material things because we are not still at a realized stage where we think that we are the soul and we are not the body most of the time we act in a consciousness that we are body and we try to search the happiness which the jiva is hankering the soul is hankering in the material things little that we know that the happiness the material happiness that we are deriving is not permanent and it depends on something else we need something else to be happy like we need either our children wife uh, 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 things like tv 
or music or something else to be happy so we are searching for happiness at the wrong place that searching for happiness the urge to search for happiness is from jiva because by nature jiva by in its original sachida nature jiva is sat chit ananda is blissful always now that it is conditioned now that it is thinks that this is this material body and it looks happiness with perspective to this body like how a pig looks happiness in eating a stool the living entity which is inside the human form of a body tries to achieve happiness through its senses by interacting with the different relations it is creating it has created through its body so it is conditioned to that body and thinks that this is the highest happiness that i can derive the highest happiness that i can have is like having a big house big car uh, happy children happy wife happy job so it thinks that this is the happiness but over the period of time even though having all these things it misses still something because the real happiness the uh, the spiritual happiness that the jiva is searching it is searching in the wrong places in the material happiness when the jiva turns itself towards the service of the lord and holds the lotus feet of the lord and chants the holy name of the lord without the offenses we giving attention to each and every name that it is chanting being present in that name because uh, it experiences this bliss and it turns in inwards it breaks all these shells annamaya pranamaya manumaya vignanamaya and establishes itself in the anandamaya at uh, at the brahman level and derives that happiness as long as the soul is conditioned uh, it cannot experience that and for us uh, the best and the proven way of experiencing uh, that happiness is by chanting the holy names of the lord and how do how should we be chanting the holy names of the lord the holy names of the lord should be chanted with ultimate attention to it see most of the times nowadays even when we are chanting um so we we kind of we kind of come to a level where we will be chanting uh, the uh, the verse uh, without mistakes like we will be uh, we will we will be able to chant properly like hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare we will be chanting even when we are driving even when we are cooking uh, even when we are doing any other job even when we are working we will be chanting but we we miss the attention to the holy name so uh, bhaktivinod thakur says in his arinam chintamani uh, offense of inattention while chanting the holy name uh, it is from this offense that all the other offenses spring the biggest offense is inattention while chanting so our chanting becomes over the period of time so mechanical that we can chant 64 rounds also by not paying attention to even single mantra that we have chanted or a single word in the mantra the 16 syllables that has even not even paying attention to one syllable we will be chanting the whole 16 mantras and then like somebody after chanting for an hour who is listening to our chanting will come and say wow you chanted so nicely you didn't chant any mistake you didn't miss any syllable but we know that whether we have paid attention or not and we our that one hour our mind is somewhere else we don't even pay attention to the thing but we are, we became expert in chanting in such a way that uh, we uh, we we didn't even notice that our mind was not there so inattention while chanting to the holy name is the source of all kinds of offenses 
uh, and Bhaktivino Thakur writes like, the wise men recognize these three types of inattention. Uh, three indifference or no attention, laziness and distraction. How we get distracted? We get distracted by looking at the material objects. Phone, the objects in front of us, TV. I see people can chant and TV will be running. Watching cricket match, they can chant. Watching football, they can chant. They can, and they think that they are chanting everywhere and they are chanting 24 by 7. Uh, and uh, they are, and when you ask them, oh, I chant 24 by 7. I, I cannot stop chanting. Um, and I'm chanting all the time. But we, we know that that chanting is not uh, quality chanting. And that chanting has become very mechanical. And it doesn't show any kind of effect uh, in on our spiritual life. Um, because we, uh, we don't have uh, attention towards the Holy Name. And it is the f and uh, it is the first offense. So uh, how we uh, how uh, there are three types of inattention that is indifference or no attention, laziness and distraction, distraction to the other objects. Naturally, the common man having attachment to material things um, will be attracted to these things even while chanting. So we have we don't have attraction to the holy name. We have attraction to all other things. That's why we can't leave them when chanting the holy name of the Lord. We are chanting Japa daily, but the taste is not there. Taste is elsewhere. Taste is in the material objects. Taste is in the news. Taste is on the phone. Taste is on the social media. We are chanting. We are chanting in the Brahma Murta time. We are chanting in the morning time, but we are going through the messages. We are going through WhatsApp. We are going through Twitter. We are going through Instagram. We are going through Facebook. We are going through all the other things. We are going through office messages. Chanting, attention is not there to the falling man. We are not absorbed. Our heart, mind, body is not absorbed in the chanting of the holy name. So that is the biggest indifference that we show to the holy name. His heart is not absorbed in chanting. So our heart should be, our mind should be absorbed so much so in the holy name of the Lord that we we get so engrossed in thinking about the Lord that we ha somebody has to like not like don't mistake the sleeping and the absorption as the same. I have seen devotees who are so absorbed in the holy name of the Lord that they cry, the tears flow down the, their cheeks when they are chanting and their voice chokes when they are chanting and someone has to go uh, stop their chanting, get water for them and then bring them to the outer world and then they chant. So they are so absorbed in the chanting. So uh, even otherwise we see people when chanting they sleep and they miss the syllables um, and they forget. So that is not what I am saying here. But I have seen devotees who are absorbed in chanting the holy name and not absorbed in the material. Um, so how can, how can that inattentive chanting benefit us? Even if we chant um, six, uh, 64 rounds, um, uh, on the bead, sitting in one place, but if our ob heart is not absorbed, uh, if our heart and mind are not on the holy name of the Lord, and did not taste even a drop of the nectar from chanting the holy name of the Lord, it is not useful. It's completely useless. So, um, the indifference or lack of attraction for the name is present one should take the association of Vaishnavas. So many of us think that 
what is the you know i can chant i don't need the association of devotees it's very difficult to wake up early in the morning and to chant the holy name of the lord uh, i will chant on my own uh, there is no use of joining the calls or association of devotees and chanting so we can grab this indifference or lack of attraction to the holy name of the lord when we chant with devotees we need to be present during the chanting time and chant with the devotees then we can uh, we can put a check to this inattention so in bhakti uh, in hariram uh, chintamani bhaktino thakur writes if indifference or lack of attraction for the name is present one should take association of vaishnavas who are properly chanting in some place sheltered from the material influence by chanting in that situation his absorption in material things will be reduced being inspired by the conduct of the vaishnavas he will give up that fault so i was talking to a teenager couple of days back um i said that uh he said i get distracted when i'm alone and i chant um then the other person was saying uh, the distraction is in you uh, if you can control your distraction wherever you are you can be focused on your studies uh then uh that person that teenager was saying like no if i am in a library or if i am surrounded by the children who are also studying i i see them all studying i see them all focusing um automatically my distraction goes away even though i am distracted for a second i get back into that mood again like i i i remind myself of the seriousness that i have to uh, be with my studies and i get back to my studies so even us when we really go to work and work when we see all the other uh, uh, colleagues working seriously focusing even though we are not that motivated to work that day or lazy or uh, uh, or uh, distracted we can focus on work so the work from home requires a lot of self discipline otherwise we can easily get distracted so we can go into that room into the kitchen ha- eat something or we will go somewhere else uh, some phone call some message something so nowadays if we see uh, the organizations are facing a lot of challenge uh, because of this inattentive staff uh, uh, their productivity sometimes is less you need a lot of self discipline and that example of the teenager he said that you know when i am in library when i am in association of kids who are studying very nicely then i am in lab automatically my distraction is scrubbed so this is something a live example that we also have to remember that association of vaishnavas association of devotees chanting with devotees you know we may not be able to chant from 4 o'clock in the morning we should at least make sure that we are chanting in the association of devotees some rounds at least three or four rounds um even if we cannot chant we should be listening to them chanting one or the other day that will inspire us that see that devotee is able to put that effort and get up in the morning and chant i should also get uh, do that i should about what is stopping me from doing it my own laziness and my own self gratification of sleeping in the bed is stopping me so i should get up and chant so association of devotees have a greater positive influence and it helps us to curb this important offense inattention to the holy names and it also uh, helps us to not get distracted so advanced devotees have recommended that one live in a place where krishna had his pastimes near tulasi in the company of vaishnavas and gradually increase the period of chanting 
Another remedy is to carefully chant in a room by oneself with the door locked or concentrate on the name by covering the eyes, ears and nose with a cloth or like to prevent stimulate from the exterior by closing our eyes, not hearing anything, being away from all the noises, keep a place for chanting and then chanting. Um, carefully chanting in this way, an attraction or taste for the name will develop and indifference will be suppressed. So this is from Hari Chin, uh, uh, Harinam Chintamani. So when I was reading this verse, uh, when, I, uh, when I also read uh, in different places mention of how a devotee can go to Anandamaya stage, uh, Prabhupada uh, mentions about the uh, devotional service and chanting of the holy names of the Lord. So I thought of bringing uh, this because I was reading uh, during the Kartik month, Damodar month, Harinam Chintamani, and then uh, glories of holy name. So we may be we are attending regularly our sessions uh, on Srimad Bhagavatam, reading Bhagavad Gita, uh, all the other things. But we also should have a habit of reading the glories of the chanting of holy name of the Lord, um, like how uh, how a, a, a team motivates them before uh, playing. Like if you see, uh, many of you might have witnessed who are in sports might be already knowing or uh, those who take their kids, they cheer up themselves uh, before the play uh, by keeping a slogan to their team or something. And they cheer up and they go into the uh, into the playing arena. In the same way, all of us actually um, have to prepare. Chanting should be like a prepared process that um, uh, we will should find first of all a time and a place where we should not we will not be disturbed, and we keep, we should keep our all our distractions away from us. Uh, those of us who are chanting in the phones, uh, in the associate who are who are chanting in the virtual association of devotees, uh, should should make a point that we are not opening anything else on the phone other than the device, other than the app that we are connecting, and keeping phone a little bit far away from us. Um, so that only our voice is heard, but we are not distracted. And then we should be focusing on uh, chanting, and we should read the glories of holy name before we go to chant. Um, that is very, very important, at least one. Uh, there are books where uh, uh, Disciples of Prabhupada has compiled all the places where Prabhupada has spoken about chanting of holy name or uh, uh, Sachidananda Swami, um, Girira Swami, all of them have written uh, wonderful books on how we can uh, improve uh, the quality of our chanting, attention to our chanting. We should read at least a page or few lines and sit down and chant chant in such a way that each and every mantra uh, is important to us um, and uh, uh, and uh, focus on every mantra every syllable uh, and hear and uh, if the if the if we are not in a situation where we can avoid the material objects in front of us uh, then we should close our eyes not like sleep uh, but we should close uh, sit straight and close our eyes Alignment, uh, actually Sachidananda Swami uh, writes that alignment uh, uh, is very important and um, if I can recollect that I will also share here. Uh, I was reading that book and um, I, I felt like how uh, sitting and being alert is also very, very important. Um, a couple of days back when uh, Ekadasi chanting, I I was reading this and I have shared this and many devotees have uh, told uh, me, shared their experience to me saying that this thing has helped them 
earlier they thought that posture is not that important uh, they will sit anyhow in the sofa um, or uh, on the bed or uh, and then after some time they feel like sleeping they are not more interested and it becomes so hard for them so posture alignment of the body is also very important posture pronunciation and listening so sit straight for better concentration clearly utter the holy names hear the names as they enter your ears so if we are healthy and we can do this we should be doing uh, some of us may have a back ache or cannot sit for a longer time uh, then we can sit in a position where we our back doesn't ache and then chant um, in such a way that we can elevate our consciousness from annamaya to anandamaya and here in this verse the moon is the predominating deity and moon has an influence but if we take shelter of the lotus feet of the lord um, because moon sun all the planets all the rasis also um, work under the control of the lord automatically they all get pleased and they uh, and the moon uh, which is the predominating deity of our mind will help us to control our mind from material distractions and focus um, and then the food that we are eating gives us the real potency of, by which we can maintain our body healthy and chant more nicely um, uh, that's that's why here the moon is referred as manomaya annamaya amrutamaya and sarvamaya because it gives um, a life to every living entity so from 11 to 17 in this chapter of uh, 22 uh, actually we see the uh, movements so there are only uh, all these can be covered in one verse and uh, and uh, we can this is like how uh, the stars and moon, the stars are there above the moon uh, these uh, these stars which um, which uh, affect all of us uh, the constellations the 28 constellations Uh, headed by abhijit um, so it, it describes about venus uh, mercury mars jupiter saturn and the saptarishis that circulate the dhruva loka uh, so because of the movements of these uh, these planets if we see the auspicious and inauspicious situations in the life uh, for every living entity sometimes uh, they uh, if you if we notice uh, the panchanga the that they read Uh, the astrologers will predict for the entire nation also like they can even predict the natural calamities um, they can say this this uh, for this country uh, this this year is going to be favorable unfavorable like that so all this based on this sign so from 11 to 17 uh, it describes all those things so i have covered 9 and 10 uh, so tomorrow is 11 uh, 11 to 17 uh, sorry 11 uh, however the devotee is Uh, so this is about uh, just a introduction to 11th verse i will conclude here um, and uh, devotees want to add anything uh, correct me or uh, uh, comment um, uh, please go ahead hare krishna mataji dandapranam jai shri prabhupad guru maharaj very 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 nice class very complete one you have nicely described the the moon god and how does you know plays role the benefit derived from it is temporary but the 
the permanent benefit we get from the you know devotional services and at the end you nicely focused and glorified how you know chanting and the devotional services are important in the life and how we can be attentive during chanting wonderful wonderful class mataji thank you so much for giving such a, a nice nectar i don't have any questions uh, but devotees can go ahead with question or comment thank you mataji hari krishna thank you prabhu ji all glories to shila prabhu pandey guru maharaj hari krishna mataji thank you for your very nice nectarian class i enjoyed your class and you such a detailed information about the moon and chanting you mentioned there are so many books um, from giriraj swami and other maharaj can you mention or uh, one uh, which um, which is helpful for more attentive chanting um yes prabhu i have one here watering the seeds um and then uh, the other book i have um, which i'm reading um like being my car i go in, because sometimes i drive and drop the kids and i sit down and read um so that i don't remember the uh, name uh, but it is completely on chanting of the holy name i'll uh, give that name also um and then there is one more book uh, which i used to read uh, uh, from the beginning um uh in the uh, before uh, whenever i uh, my service is there to greet i started reading from that book which was compiled by uh, all the devotee uh, uh, by devotee uh, by a devotee of uh, shrila prabhupada um and that book is so wonderful like whenever we uh, we see that uh, our uh, taste in chanting is reduced or we are not focusing we are not uh, uh, being attentive or we are not serious um about chanting see the seriousness is so uh, important in our uh, devotional life um and then we only have to motivate ourselves uh, to be serious and uh, other book by sachidanand swami is um sachin uh, sachi sachinandan swami sorry i am saying the living name a guide to chanting with absorption so i have been reading this book and this is so wonderful um see we think that chanting of holy name is is just what you know the mantra you just have to chant but when we read this book we know uh, how we can absorb ourselves in chanting so this is the the living name is the book um a guide to chanting with absor- absorption sachinandan swami uh, this is one book i am uh, uh, i read uh, every day um and then uh, the other book um, i said uh, i also have that book somewhere um i have it different places um so if i find that book i'll also tell that prabhu that is as i said prabhupad books um from all uh, uh, from his uh, lectures um that is one book so this is this is one book which i already said like the living name a guide to chanting with absorption absorption uh, by sachinandan swami other book by Dr. said watering the sea by giriraj swami yes. yes thank you mantaji i appreciate your help thank you prabhu all glories to shila prabhu pandey guru maharaj